Welcome to the Rumble Podcast. Here at Rumble, we are a catalyst and a movement that exists to reach men, connect them to Jesus, and equip them to live as kingdom men. In this episode, we're going to our 2022 Regular Joe Conference. This takes place every year in November, and our theme is based around Acts 4.13. How the people looked at Peter and John, they realized they were unschooled, ordinary men. They were regular Joes, but they took note that they had been with Jesus. We want you to sit back, relax, and let this speak to you. It's my privilege, it's my honor. Um, we had always ran this as an event every year. We wanted you to think it doesn't matter who we put up or invite in as a speaker. We want you to believe that you're gonna come here every year Bring your guys, bring your tribe from your church or whatever it might be, or from your workplace. Uh, meet with Jesus, meet with other men from around the place and be blessed. Um, we thought for this year, let's ask someone and just maybe pray a lot and say, Lord, would it be possible? Uh, we've been using the Wild at Heart material for all over lockdown amongst other discipleship material. And without a shadow of a doubt, Wild at Heart has just been a game changer for so many men. We've had over 600 guys go through our Fight Club call and every one of them has been through Wild at Heart and every one of them just keep reporting back how much of a game changer it was in waking them up to be a better follower of Jesus, to see their, their masculine heart healed and restored, uh, their wounds dealt with, and just to go on to the next journey and deeper in following Jesus. Who's been through, read the Wild at Heart book or done the Wild at Heart experience in the room? Um, it's incredible, isn't it? Uh, so we, re- we, we prayed and I reached out to John and I was like, hey John, we're from Northern Ireland. You've never heard of us before. Would you like to come? And who knew it? John prayed and Jesus said yes. And John was like, I'm coming. So I can't believe I'm about to say this, but please give a big, big Northern Ireland welcome to John Elridge. I'm just, I'm just going to pray for John just before he, just before he brings God's, God's word to us. Uh, let's pray. Father, we thank you for John. We thank you for the journey and the adventure that it's been even just to get here today. We thank you for his heart, for his uh, burning desire to see the, the hearts of men rescued and healed and to be restored in Jesus. Lord, we ask, Holy Spirit, that you would just... Um, Give them the freedom in this room to bring your word to our very core. For the rest of us, Lord, help us to open our hearts today to allow you to come in and to heal, to touch us, Lord, to heal us. And Lord, may you just bless him today in Jesus' name. Amen. Ah, Thanks, man. Yeah, that's great. Morning, guys. Great to see you. Been looking forward to this so much. Yeah, lots of friends uh, all across the UK and Ireland, and it's uh, yeah, it's just a real honor to be here. Um, that's a lot uh, already, Wes. Guys, um, that was killer. Thank you so much. the The line, "Your story is not over. Your story is not over. Your life is a story. Each man in this room, your life is a story." And it's a story worth telling. It's a story worth knowing. 
And it's a story that fits within something really rich and really big. It fits within a big story. So Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit, come speak to us today. Yeah, every heart, every man, come speak to us about what you're doing in the pursuit of us and in the restoration of our story. The story for humanity, not the very beginning, but the story for humanity begins in Genesis chapter 1. God creates this wildly fabulous world, and then he does something really unique. He, he puts living statues, moving icons, living, breathing representatives of himself onto the earth. Genesis 1, 26 and 27, right? God made mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them male and female. He created them. You are something magnificent. You are the design of God to bring God to the world. You bear God's image. You are his son. You bear his image as a man. Male and female is where the Imago Dei is given. It is where the image of God is best expressed, most expressed in humanity. He gave you a masculine heart. He gave you a masculine soul. It's right there in the text. That's how we reflect the heart of God to the world. He gave you a heart just like his. And so if you want to understand your story, if you want your story to get back on track or get into a better track, if you want redemption, healing, life into your story, you have to work here. You have to work at the level of the heart. It's all about the heart, guys. It's all about the masculine soul that he put within you. Your life is a story, okay? Speaking of stories, if you listen to men talking about the movies they love, if you think about the movies that you go back to, the ones you own, the ones you repeat, they're telling you something very important about how you're wired, really. They're, they're like keys to the story. They're clues to who you are. The particular films you love and why you love them, the particular characters you love, and why you want to be that guy, okay? It's because, it's because it speaks to the heart. So what I want to do, I'm going to show the trailer for a movie here. We're going to dim the lights, run a trailer, and I just want you to reflect on this. What is this teaching me about my masculine soul? So Andy, let's try and run that first trailer. Planet Arrakis is so beautiful when the sun is low. Rolling over the sands, you can see spice in the air. 
the outsiders ravage our lands in front of our eyes. Their cruelty to my people is all I've known. What's to become of our world? Duncan, can I trust you with something? Yes, always, you know that. I've been having dreams about a girl on Arrakis. I don't know what it means. Dreams make good stories. But everything important happens when we're awake. Hey, you. Put on some muscle? I did? No. We are House Atreides. There is no call we do not answer. There is no faith that we betray. Smile, Gurney. I am smiling. The Emperor asks us to bring peace to Arrakis. House Atreides accepts! I know you. There's only a way in my mind. You need to face your fears. Come with me. Before. They're not human, they're brutal. The Duke suddenly sees too much. This is my dude. Kill them all. God in heaven. Get everything with guns off the ground! Go! This is an extermination. They're picking my family off one by one. Let's fight like demons. Dad, what if I'm not the future of House Atreides? A great man doesn't seek to lead. He's called to it. But if your answer is no, you'll still be the only thing I ever needed you to be. My son. If anything happens, will you protect Paul with my life? Only together can we stand a chance. Could have been any movie for men. Happened to pick that one because it's epic and it's mythic. But notice this. There's always a battle. There's always a battle. In every movie that works for a man's heart, there's always adventure. Always a great adventure. And there's always beauty. There's always a beauty. This is what he put in us. You go back into the story, it's just extraordinary. The heart of God in you, in your masculine soul, battle, adventure, beauty. And your story is how all that has worked or maybe not worked so well in your life, okay? Let's start with the warrior heart. I know. I know, in this hour, it's almost like you can't bring it up. Toxic masculinity and, you know, yeah, our prisons are not filled with young women. Yep, 
That's right. Most women do not commit domestic violence in the world. Yep, that's true. But you don't fix masculinity or the masculine problem out there in the world. You don't fix that by taking it away. You fix it by healing it, restoring it, hooking it back up to the source and the design. The warrior heart is absolutely critical. Vic could not have fought through two rounds of cancer and chemo without the warrior heart, right? There's a reason the mission is called Fight Club, okay? Because anything you want in this life, friendship, love, joy, vacations, birthdays, your kids, your work, your place in the world, anything, it's a fight. You know that. You're not blowing it because it's a fight. You're not blowing it because it's not going well. You were born into an epic story. And it requires the warrior heart. You know what? You don't even need scripture to tell you this. Just look at little boys. Watch what little boys do with their free time. Look at the video games young men play. Look at the things that guys get into, you know, the rugby and the football and all that. Like, it, it's the fight, okay? The little warrior is in that little guy. I want to put a photo up here of a little guy who knows who he is. <laughs> I love this little guy, okay? This is a million little guys. This is every little boy. And the key thing about this little fella is he's not pretending. He believes it. He is absolutely convinced that this is who he is, right? He's not out there. Um, I show this sometimes uh, at, when I'm talking to women about how to understand how men are wired. And all the women in the room go, aww. And I'm like, no, 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 he's not trying to be cute. <laughs> cute is not even in his mind, right? He's not trying to be adorable, he's trying to be the hero. He's trying to win. He's trying to find his place. When boys do this, they are rehearsing their place in the story of God. The warrior heart absolutely critical. Exodus 15.3, the Lord is a warrior. The Lord is his name. Okay, That warrior heart, we'll come back to that. I'm setting a stage for kind of the whole day and how we're going to navigate the day together. We'll come back to this. The warrior heart is critical. The recovery of the warrior heart. But if you go on in the again, the movies men love, you go on into the narrative of Genesis, God takes this warrior, his son, Adam, and all of us with him, and he puts him in this wild world. He doesn't put him right in front of Netflix. He doesn't set Adam down in front of a laptop. He puts him in this fabulous earth. There's my water. Goodbye. <clears throat> in this fabulous world. Think of it. No one has written a song yet. No one's figured out music. No one's figured out architecture. No one has traveled beyond Eden. Eden was a very small place. The biblical theologians tell you this. The whole earth was not Eden yet. 
yet. It was supposed to be through the intervention of good men and good women, through the creative brilliance of the Imago Dei in us, right? We would start industries and write poetry and make films and build communities, right? This is all in us, the adventure to live, your place in the story. You, during lunch, ask the guys you're with, tell me about one of the greatest moments in your life. Tell me when you really felt alive. They will tell you a story of adventure. They will. Oh, it's that time that we rented that, you know, that 22-foot sailboat. We had no business being out there on the sea. But, you know, and, then, and then start telling stories. Oh, we took motorbikes over to the highlands, right? And we did the routes. Adventure is a spiritual longing in the masculine soul. And again, you just look at little boys. They'll, they'll explain all this to you. Remember your boyhood. Look at your grandsons. Look at your sons. Okay? The little boy knows he's built for adventure. As soon as he learns how to crawl, it's up the stairs, it's down the stairs, it's climbing up the cabinets, right? You guys have sons know this. He wants adventure. He gets a bike. He wants to learn to do tricks on it. He wants to go fast. This is why young men jump off you know, bridges into rivers and race motorcycles and get into sports and all that. It doesn't have to be sports. Sometimes the great adventure for a man is starting a company. Sometimes it's having children or building a church. Right? The adventure can be where God calls you to be. But this is food. So I'm going to show a little video clip. It's a real short little thing a friend of mine sent me. <laughs> this is boyhood in its essence. This is adventure. Andy, let's roll that little clip of the boys here. That's it. That's all you need to know right there. Boom. The Imago Day, right? And those little guys, that's awesome, right? That is so vintage. That's classic stuff. See, and again, showing that to women, they're like, oh. the fascinating thing about this is who is filming it? <laughs> it's his dad. Oh, that's awesome. Do it again. <laughs> yeah, men, battle to fight. So core to the heart, an adventure, an adventure to live. This is how you are wired. It's what we are wired for. And then, and then Eve comes into the story because he's in, he's in Eden. He's got all this creative brilliance. He's a warrior like his father, but it's not good for man to be alone. The scripture says. That's the voice of God. It's not good. He needs love. He needs love in his life. He needs romance. You know what? If people, if people out in the world would just connect two dots, there's a creator and he gave you sex, you would be utterly convinced of the goodness of God. Are you kidding me? Romance, beauty, love. It's, you know, it, it, Paul's dreaming about this young girl on, a, on this, you know, planet that they're going to go, 
rescue and fight for. And he's haunted by the beauty. So as the, as the narrative goes, Adam is put into a deep sleep. The father takes a rib. <clears throat> he fashions Eve. When Adam wakes up, put yourself in this moment. Standing in front of him is a naked goddess. <laughs> like, he's history. It's over. He starts writing poetry. The, the Hebrew, actually in there, bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh, it's a Valentine's Day card. It, 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 it is. It's, it's a Shakespearean sonnet. It's poetry inspired by beauty. And, and everybody knows this about your heart. Here's the thing. Everybody knows this. Everybody knows how deeply intertwined the search for masculine life and wholeness and strength, right, is wired into our sexuality, okay? So in the U.S., we've got the American football. It's not nearly as good as your football. It's just super boring. <clears throat> I, I'm, I'm actually addicted to the Premier League, personally. Um, really sorry for Liverpool this year. I don't know what's going on with those lads. Um, <clears throat> but hopefully they'll get it together. Um, in American football, we have the Super Bowl, right? And, and the companies, marketing companies, spend millions of dollars on these quick ads that they buy time. You're gonna get, get an ad on the Super Bowl, you're, you're gonna make a lot of money for your product, whatever it is, okay? This is an ad that is so brilliant, because they, they know their audience is men. It's mostly men watching the Super Bowl, okay? This is so brilliantly designed. As you understand what we're unpacking this morning, battle, adventure, beauty, Genesis, the masculine soul. This is for an app. It's a little game you can play on your phone. But look what they did. Look at the genius of this. Come and play with me. You can meet some of my friends. They're really excited to meet you. sure what the right answer is. Yes? Please? Click, 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 click. No? Should I not? Should I want that? Should I not want that? Oh, man. Oh, man. They get Kate Upton, famous, you know, swimsuit model, and you're like, <clears throat> it gets your attention. It gets your attention. Battle, adventure, the beauty. Right? Be the hero to the beauty. This is deeply, deeply wired into the masculine soul. I know, I know, I know. 
our, <clears throat> our sexuality is a source of uh, pretty deep confusion, um, pain for a lot of us, shame. But guys, beneath how the story has gone, whatever the story is, beneath that, the design is good. The design is good. This is what you're wired. You're wired for love. You're wired for beauty. You're absolutely wired for it. And if you want to get the attention of men, if you want to sell them apps or razor blades or motorbikes or cheese, you know, you just, you do this. They know how to market to the masculine soul, okay? You want to make a great movie for men, something that really captures men's hearts. Go back now and look at, think about the movies that you love. You go, oh, there it is, there it is, there it is. That's the battle, that's the adventure, there's the love. Yep, I get it. <clears throat> okay, so this is how we're wired. This is what we are made for. And I just want to reflect for a moment, how is the battle going? The battles that you face right now. Every, every guy in this room's in a, in a dozen of them. It's work <clears throat> or no work. It's marriage or not or gone. It's, yeah, the sexuality, the adventure. It's all that. <clears throat> How's the battle? How's the battle going? What's critical is this. <clears throat> when you think about the battles that you are currently facing or that could be coming your way, do you feel, know, in the core of your being that you can handle it? You're the man for the job. You have what it takes. You can love, you can love that really difficult woman. You can win back the hearts of your kids. You can take that promotion. You can take that, you'll make it. You're gonna crush it. It's gonna be great. You have what it takes as a warrior. Just kind of reflect on your battles. <clears throat> because the story is so mixed for all of us ever since boyhood that there's some pretty deep um, fear, anger, um, ambivalence about the warrior heart in us. Well, maybe sometimes. Maybe over here, but not over here, right? Think about that. How about adventure? What's your great adventure? Where's the adventure in your life? Do you know that the number one reason that men have affairs is boredom? Isn't that fascinating? I've been a therapist for Gosh, 35 years now. Number one reason men get into things they shouldn't be getting into, the gambling addictions, you know, all that stuff, <clears throat> it is because they're bored. There's no adventure. They're just, life's killing them. And no one told them that adventure is food for the soul. It's not just boys and their games. It's not just the stuff you want to buy, the boat, you know, the mountain bike, the travel that you want to do. It is food for the masculine soul. So where's the adventure? How's the adventure going in your life right now? And then finally, love, beauty, romance, 
How is the story of your life and your masculine heart when it comes to beauty, love, intimacy, your sexuality, right? At some point, most men abandon the life of the heart for a life of control and efficiency. They try and get away from the deeper longings and movements of the heart, and they try and get a story that they can control. Okay? But it will end up killing you because it's gonna, it has to be a really small story for you to be able to control it. Okay? So I have two slides I want to put up next, Andy. The story of your life. <clears throat> the first one, the story of your life is actually the story of the long sustained assault on your heart by your enemy who knows you and fears you. You know why he fears you? you? This is scriptural, guys. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. You have an enemy. He hates your guts. He's been committed to your destruction since your conception. Okay? And you go back through boyhood, the teenage years, young love, young marriage, or not. You go through young career, your life, all that. Friendships with men or no friendships with men. You just look through the story. You go, oh, holy cow. It is an assault on your imago day, the image of God in you, the heart that your father put within you as a man. Just to go back to Vic's story for a second, because it's a story that we have presented here. There is a reason he began drinking. And the reason is not drinking. The reason is pain, okay? The, the assault on his heart in the story of his life, the, the marriage, you know, more to the story, he would tell you, lots more, okay? But here's the next slide I want to put up. But the story of your life is also the story of the long, sustained rescue of your heart by the one who made you and loves you. Most men have never been told that the purpose of God in their life, the whole Jesus thing, why did Jesus come, what's the cross about, the resurrection, the ascension, what's that all about? It is about the restoration of your humanity. That's the whole purpose, the existence of the church, the gospel stories, the, the sacraments, all of it. It is a rescue story. It is an intervention in this epic tale that's kind of like Dune. You know, we put that up on like a 50-foot screen this morning. There was a line in Dune where Paul sees the enemy coming and he says, it's extinction. You're living in a moment in time where it's very difficult to be a man. 
We're living at a moment in time where we're not even sure that masculinity is a real thing anymore, right? Everything's up for grabs, gender, reality. Um, we are at the stage of the story where the enemy has launched a full-scale campaign to decreate the Imago Dei. Destruction at every possible level. In the mental health industry, you, you can't get a therapist. The university mental health services are overwhelmed. It's just the world is in a great deal of crisis right now because of the war against the human heart. Okay? But the story of God, which is the real story, it's the story we were singing about this morning, right? But when the Father's in the room, it is about the restoration of your soul. It is about the restoration of your masculine heart. That's what it's about. And honestly, if guys knew this, if they knew this is available, wait, what? God can heal the story of my life and he can, he can restore my humanity? Wait, they would be ripping the roofs off churches to get in like they did in Jesus' day. If they knew that this was it, the gospel is the great intervention for the recovery of men and of women and then everything, right? Eden, Eden again. The architecture, right? The music, the love, the adventure, the battles we start winning, the clarity, the strength that you can live with, the courage that you can live with. Once you get a taste of this, you never go back. It's unbelievable. You get a taste of what it is like to have your creator begin the renovation, the restoration of your soul. It is intoxicating. <laughs> Somebody's phone's going off. How embarrassing. <clears throat> Thanks for putting that on airplane mode. <clears throat> okay? So... Um, this, I'm setting you up for the day. This is where we're headed. Things that Rico's going to talk about, things that Wes is going to do in, in, in his seminars, the things that I'm going to do in my seminars, the worship, all of it, the afternoon. This is all about the restoration of the Imago Dei in you. It is about the recovery of your story. It is about the healing of the masculine heart. So, I want to ask you a couple questions. <clears throat> How, let me put it this way. What are the agreements that you have been making about your story? And what I mean, I know that's like therapist talk, I know, kind of thing. Um, let me put that in another way. <clears throat> As you look at the story of your life, how do you feel about it? Are you hopeful for the future? Are you excited for the battles? Do you, do you know what the adventures are? And do you feel that your 
created design in your sexuality is a good thing. It's a really good thing. And that there is yet love for you. There is love. How do you feel about that? Here's another one. How, how do you look at yourself as a man? How do you look at yourself? When you evaluate yourself, you go, oh, well, he's, a, you know, that guy there, he's killing it. He's, he's phenomenal at work. He's amazing on the golf course. He's got a beautiful wife. That guy is crushing it. But me, how do you look at yourself as a man? What, what, what grade would you give yourself? Scale of one to 10, how you doing as a man? These are important questions because the heart, you see, is coming to conclusions all the time, all the time. Your heart is processing and responding to your story as you experience it, literally, moment by moment, day by day. You are coming to conclusions about yourself, about God, and about the story that you're living in and where the story is headed. And the deepest agreements that we make are actually towards the heart of God. Because so much pain comes into our story, so much heartache, so much disappointment. I mean, I, I think the general reaction probably in the room right now is, okay, but. Okay, John, I, I'll buy that. I think I can see that. I think I can see the battle, adventure, beauty. I think I can see some of that in me. I see it in the world. See it in the movies? Yeah, okay. But. And it's those, it's those buts that really crush our hope and our relationship with God. The great intervention is for the restoration of your soul. And let me give you something really important. <clears throat> we, we always wait. We always wait till the story changes. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's once I get the job. It's once she comes back to me, she forgives me. It's, it's once the cancer is over, right? We wait for the story to change. You can't, you can't. The story is wild. The story is dangerous. You're living at a really wild moment in human history. You can't, you can't wait for the story to change. You start here. We start with the heart. And it's the simplest thing to do. And this is what we're about to do before we, before we go on to, to the next part of the morning. You give God access. You give him permission to your heart and your story. This is really basic. The door opens from the inside. God never kicks the door in, ever, Okay? Jesus, in this, this verse, has got all these religious paintings around it and stuff. We've lost the beauty of this verse. He says, I'm standing at the door, Revelation 3, I'm knocking. If you open the door, I'll come in, guaranteed. So what we do is we say, okay, okay. My story needs a lot of, my story needs a lot of healing. My story needs a lot of, Clarity. I'd just I'd give a million bucks just for clarity right now. My story needs God. 
my heart, most men live pretty detached from the life of their heart. Pretty cut off. You can't do it. Your life will blow up, guys. You'll, you'll blow your life up if you live distant from your heart. This is the key to everything else. Okay? So what we're going to do is we're just going to take a moment and give God access. You just say, okay. Okay. You don't have to close your eyes. We don't have to get super formal about this. We just say, okay. I, I would love to experience the recreation of my humanity. I would love that. Okay. Okay. I would love to get my story on a better track. Okay. Okay. I want my whole heart back. Okay. Okay, God. Okay. Jesus, I give you permission. I give you permission. I break the agreements that I've been making that I'll never really be a man. I'm not sure I am one. I break the agreements that I don't know that you're really good towards me. I'm just going to break those agreements right now. I break the agreements that there's no fixing this story. I break that agreement. Okay, I'm here today. I'm willing. I give you access to the deepest, truest parts of me. I give you access to my heart. Jesus, come, come, come. Amen? Okay, then. We're going to carry on from here. Tag, you're it. Thanks for tuning in to this episode. We really hope and pray that God's word has spoken to your heart and that His Holy Spirit has empowered you to go out and be an effective man. That people would look at you and really take note that you've been with Jesus. If we can help you or your church in any way in engaging and in reaching men, both inside and outside the church, this is a huge need in our time and in our world at this moment. Please go onto our website, rumble.vision, and send us an email, reach out to us. We would love to get a coffee and to talk to you about some of the things that we have that can help you at a local level. But we do hope that you can join us again soon for our next episode. Be blessed and we'll see you again soon.